A reading from St. Matthew's Gospel, chapter 19. Some Pharisees came to Jesus, and to test him they asked, Is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife for any cause? Jesus answered, Have you not read that the one who made them at the beginning made them male and female, and said, For this reason a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no one separate. They said to him, Why then did Moses command us to give a certificate of dismissal and to divorce her? Jesus said to them, it was because you were so hard-hearted that Moses allowed you to divorce your wives, but from the beginning it was not so. And I say to you, whoever divorces his wife except for unchastity and marries another commits adultery. His disciples said to him, If such is the case of a man with his wife, it is better not to marry. But Jesus said to them, Not everyone can accept this teaching, but only those to whom it is given. For there are eunuchs who have been so from birth, and there are eunuchs who have been made eunuchs by others, and there are eunuchs who have made themselves eunuchs for the sake of the kingdom of heaven. Let anyone accept this, who can. The question of divorce the Pharisees threw at Jesus in today's Gospel sounds nothing new. Many Catholics of this age call for the legitimization of divorce and remarriage in the Church. They ask for the Church to move on with the changes of times. Modernization of the Church in the matters of sexuality and family. The Pharisees asked a legal question. It is lawful for a man to divorce his wife for any cause? But Jesus answered the fundamental nature and intention of marriage. God intended the union of a man and a woman, and God blessed this union as a permanent, exclusive, and indissoluble covenant. In the order of creation, this union existed before the marriage settled down as a social or a legal institution. The marriage did not appear as an accidental or random phenomenon in human experiences. After innumerable trials and errors, Mankind slowly realized and discovered that it is a divine intention and a human ideal. In other words, it is a divine and natural law. We can see this in many civilized cultures, even non-Christian ones. And the Judeo-Christian revelation enlightens and confirms us of the nature of this union between a man and a woman. Of course, 
Many Christians will still say, but what can go wrong if changes satisfy everyone? Or would it not be more peaceable if we expand the definition of marriage? Or this marriage law is too strict. Pastors should interpret and apply this law in such a way that more people feel accepted. But I don't think these ideas will bring true happiness with the changes. And changes according to these ideas will risk the eternal destiny of souls. Moreover, I believe any social experiments based on these thoughts will cause great harm to future generations. Why? Because these changes go against the law of the Creator. Any law without enforcement loses its effect. In other words, a law without power is no longer a law. If marriage as the permanent, exclusive, and indissoluble union between a man and woman were not divine, and natural law, there should be no evil consequences as we change its definition to our tastes. But if it is a true law, we will bear the consequences of arbitrary changes. It all comes down to the fundamental question whether God is alive or not. It's a simple question. Mm-hmm.